Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute. This is an impromptu, the Jay Sutton show. Oh, man. I think I might have to turn my levels down just a little bit. Pardon me. I'm doing this all on my own. Like I said, it's impromptu. It's impromptu. Okay, okay. I'm back right now. Let me, let me sit on down and get comfy and tell you about a little story. The kid from the city, how hip hop raised me. Uh, I'm not saying by itself. I got a mama and dad, and yes, they hit me with the belt psych. Nah, maybe once. But this show was dedicated to hip-hop blunts. Yeah, I didn't smoke them till later. But I dabbled when I was a teenager. Didn't, didn't really stick it out till I got to college. Yeah, that's when I got it out. It was hip-hop that helped raise the kid. It helped that you see what I'm laying in, yeah. I told you, this is an impromptu show. This is for me, my love letter to you, hip hop. And it just turned, turned 50. I'm feeling good, yup, I'm feeling really risky. About to take a big chance, like Puffy, when he got Puff Daddy's dance. I'm talking bad boy, I'm talking Biggie, I'm talking Rockefeller, I'm talking BDP. Yeah, who else I'm talking about? Can't forget kid and play, yup, they played they role in my life. We gonna get into it, can't front on MC Hammer cause you can't touch it. Yeah, this gonna be a good show. It's the Jay Sutton Show. My love letter to who? Hip hop. To hip hop. To hip hop. Two, 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 hip-hop. You're now tuned into the greatest show there is. It's the Jay Sutton Show with Bruce and Boom. And Lukey's not on the boards today. Nobody's here because nobody knew that I was going to do this. I woke up this morning and realized it is the absolute date, birth date of hip-hop, which turns 50 this year. Uh, when I first realized that hip hop was turning 50, I thought I'm 41 years old. That makes hip hop only nine years older than me. So not only did hip hop help to raise me, we'll get into that in this show. I have nothing written down to talk about. I'm just going to go off the mental and express my love for the art of hip hop. So this is a, a stream of consciousness. I don't know why I put a T in that, but I have to get back into me speaking this way into a microphone and not just having set up punchline joke and things like that. It's been a minute since we've uh, recorded a show, but I could not I could not let the celebration, the birth date of hip hop to go without me giving my love letter to hip hop and how it has helped to raise me and teach me all of the things that I actually know. Um. I'll try to start from my beginnings to the middles to to up to recent. But this episode is going to be all over the place because, again, I didn't write anything down. I have mental notes of things, and hopefully those mental notes will take me into another story 
that will help me to give like a timeline to where hip hop started for me. Now, I can't remember a day where there was not hip hop present in my life. So although I was born in 1982, which is the same year that the message was uh was was released grandmaster flash let me let me make sure i I hope i'm not sounding ignorant but i know i'm not because now it's going to be a lot of me pulling out my my phone because i'm terrible with names and dates but i know exactly what i was listening to at the time um the message i want to get the exact you know there we go grandmaster flash like i said in the furious five i'm not gonna you know i'll slip up sometimes i may slip up with dates but you know things like that now Grandmaster, Fla- Grandmaster Flash uh, and the Furious Five released the message in 1982, which was the year that I was born. So I was born with the the same year that the greatest hip hop song ever, still to this date, was created and released into the masses. Now, how interesting is that? Now, that just starts you on my journey of just, you know, I'll, I'll relate. And when I get into 1996, anybody who knows me and who loves me, they know how much I love 1996. So it'll be a lot of me picking up my phone when I get to 1996. But I'll stick to the start of hip hop for me. 1982, when I was born, the same year as The Message, the greatest hip hop song to date. But why do I say that? Because everything that they were speaking about in that song is still relevant to this day. Yes. Even the pissy hallways. It's no, some things you just, you have to address the elephant in the room. So yes, the pissy hallways is still going on. There's still police brutality. They're still gentr trying to gentrify and, you know, tear down the projects and things of that nature and revamp things, but that's it. Don't get me lost. So that's the start of that. Um, So I was born the same year as The Message. That's what I was on. I'm off of that now. So I want to get into when I actually, like, when I paid attention to music. Now, I was introduced to hip-hop through my uncle, my uncle Bobby. Shout out to my uncle Bobby, who was was a hip-hop head when I was, he was, he's a few years, he's several years older than me. Now, my mother uh, and my father are a big influence on my musical uh, making as well. My mom introduced me to everything under the sun, from gospel music to uh, R&B music to soul music, anything under the sun, my mom is, is my introduction into that. My father alone is responsible for the funk in me and why I love bass lines so much and why I love funky, funky music. That is my father. So that's the George Clintons and the Bootsies. He love he he loves Bootsy and George Clinton. He'll tell me a story about uh when he when he gave a blunt, he passed a blunt to Bill Clinton. Not Bill Clinton, I'm sorry. Uh George Clinton. Uh he passed a blunt to George Clinton, smoked smoked my dad weed and wanted up keeping his weed. It was him or his brother. It was my dad or his or his brother, uh Brandon, one or the other. I believe it was Brandon, but that's either here nor there. Hip hop. Um, music, uh, but I was on a tangent. I'm sorry. Uh, my uncle is 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 my introduction into hip hop music as a whole. So I was really I was raised on music. So 
I gave you all of that. Oh, and also, okay, I got to shout out my grandma because my grandma listened to phenomenal music as well. Uh, my uncle, Bobby, introduced me to hip-hop. So that's my introduction into Eric B. and Rakim, Public Enemy, uh, N.W.A., like all of those, all of those things that was going on in the early '80s. So this is about '87, '88, '87, '88ish. So I'm five, six years old, and and I'm getting introduced to to hip hop, and just hearing it in the household. And and then when we get to videos, that's a that's an entirely different thing because now I can visualize and I can see what hip hop looks like. But my uncle, uh. Eric B. and Rakim, he was big on Eric B. and Rakim. Like, like I've always heard him listening to to that. That's why Rakim is along with Eric B. But Rakim is like his wordsmanship and the way like he was speaking during that time, and not even realizing until years later that he wasn't cursing in any of these rhymes and his vocabulary was just so extensive. And that's another reason, like. The music that I was listening to, like, is why I am the way that I am, the way that I think, the way that I I see the world, the way that I understand the world and people and just dealing with different relationships, getting fresh, you know, confidence. My confidence comes from hip hop. It comes from that braggadocia style is that, like, I'm better than you, but that don't make, that don't mean that I'm better than you. It's just like at what I do, I'm better than you. Like I dress better than you. I put these words together, gather better than you. I'm, I've like my style on stage is hip hop. Like I'm me because I looked at hip hop and I'm like, Oh, I can actually be myself. Now that took some time for me to find who I was, but all my time growing up, I knew like it was because of hip hop. So I'm listening to Fight the Power. I'm you know, I'm 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 seeing like I wasn't sheltered. So I'm seeing do the right thing. I'm seeing these things and I'm just seeing how hip hop influenced all of these things and how it's influencing me still to this day. Like like right now, I you know, like like what I got on right now, like this is hip hop. Ali, like Muhammad Ali. I didn't plan for this. It's just like, like I feel like this is the freshest shit ever. Like you know what I mean? You can't tell me like I know I, you know, I know my head cut off, but you like you can't tell me I ain't fresh right now. Like that's that's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? To make sure like hip hop taught me, to dress how you feel. Like when I walk outside, I want to make sure like nobody next to me has on what I have on. Like. I want to be separate from everybody. That's hip hop. Oh, that's so hip hop. So shout out to my uncle Bobby, who introduced me to hip hop in the in the mid '80s. Now we'll fast forward to to '91, '92, where I'm starting to like find the music that I like. Oh my goodness! So I'm again I'm. My tree, like things that started finding me, like um, the Juice Crew, Big Daddy Kane, Coogee Rap, Marley Mall, you know, Master Ace, like et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm starting to find those those gems, like 
oh, like a ill ass crew. Now this is around the time videos is on, so now I'm I'm watching uh, video soul. Uh, I'm watching um, uh, what else was out? Uh, Yo MTV raps. I can't forget about uh, locally uh, urban expressions. Shout out to Keith from up the block. Uh, so I like those were those were like I was up late watching these videos. That's just letting me see what my heroes look like. Now I don't call anybody my heroes. So I, I like, but those were like influences and people who I wanted to be like, like sitting back as a young kid and seeing special ed, like special ed, like he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like let me, let me get the, like, I just want to get these years right. Like I, like uh, what, what was influencing me? Like special ed was like, Oh my God. Like, do you know how it, how it is? I'm sorry, guys. Special Ed. I want to get these years right because I want to make sure we got the years. That's like I got it made and things like of that nature. Like seeing the videos for these things. Um, Here we go. 1989. The youngest in charge. I got it made. Like he was a kid. Like imagine a kid, a black kid. Like seeing these things on tv but like that's my only introduction like the cds like what it could be like i got it made like this kid he's a kid so i've always had this this mindset and like this vision like i can do that like if those people can do that like now i didn't know it like i didn't know it at the time but subconsciously i've always been influenced by things that i've seen on tv so when you see a special air video and like you see how fly he is and he going he on he talking to the girls and it's just like he look flies like he was the reason I wanted curly hair because of special ed like did you see his head like he has a he has a beautiful uh mane on his head yeah like you like you know like I'm like yo why my hair don't look like that when I get my high top fade and his shit just it always looked like it was just so crispy but I knew he had a good grade of hair I'm like I'm like, mom, why my hair, why my grade ain't like that? Like, I'm supposed to have a grade like that, but I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? I have, I have more of a, a, a flavor flave grade. You know, before I realized how to tame my, you know, like, I had a flavor flave, flavor flave grade of hair. Don't let me get lost in this. Um, so, this it's during these times that I'm seeing these things, and then later on. Uh, like I said, Eric B and Rock Kim. Then you get the LL Cool J, Heavy D by Diddly 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 D. Like you, you seeing like I'm seeing I'm seeing light skin cats now. This is now you know I get personal now. You know I'm seeing other light skin cats out here doing it big like Heavy D. Even though I wasn't fat, like I wouldn't have minded being fat because I seen I had a I had somebody to look to like oh this is how you be a fly ass fat dude. Rest in peace to Heavy D man. One of my favorites. Anytime I talk about Heavy D, I, I, just, I just get into Bidilly Dilly. And I get happy. You just, it's just, oh, hip-hop, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to hip-hop. Who else was I? I, I want to I I keep up. Okay, I was talking about, I got sidetracked, but then I started, like, finding, like, again, I'm still talking about artists that, I started listening to 
during these times and, and, and just influence me. And I think about, uh, nothing but a G thing, nothing but a G thing. Let me get the exact year. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I, I know, I like, I don't know the year, but I know where I was living at. I know when nothing but a G thing came out, I was still living on Mary street down the West side. Okay. I could tell you other things that was going on around that time because somebody was being accused of something they got locked up for, it, but that's either here or there. That's how I remember things. So let me get, let me get the exact year on nothing but a G thing. Nothing but a G thing, baby. Folk ain't, it's like 92, 91 or, or something like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's 92, 92. So 92, I was still, I don't know what grade I was in, but I know exact. I was down the west side of Chester, PA on Mary Street. And as the time now, I'm I'm going back and forth to the boys club. So when nothing but a G thing came out, I'm down the west side. And then I'm seeing the video. And I'm like, yo, West Coast dudes, like, that's how they get down. So now I'm picking up little fashion. I'm picking up little fashion stuff from from the West Coast. Oh, I you know, I could wear I could wear some slacks. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we was big on jeans. East Coast dudes, we big on jeans. It's cold over here. But now you're getting introduced like, oh, slacks and diggies. Oh, I can, I could pull that off with the little button up, like flannels and stuff. Like, that's hip-hop. That's hip-hop. So now we listening to that. So now I think, I think after that, not too long after that, uh, we moved to Dorian Court. It was around the Dorian Court area. I'll tell you what, what I was listening to during around the Dorian Court era. Uh, what was what was what 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 was uh, what was going on? No, is this Nas or was I still on Nas? First joint came out in like ninety four, ninety three. Let me get. I told you I'm a, I'm going to be pulling this out because I want to make sure that I have these dates correct because I'm trying to give you a timeline of my love affair with hip hop and how it influenced me. Um, let me get the exact year. Illmatic dropped in 94, like I said. So Illmatic drops 94, I believe 94. Yeah, we 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 just we about to move to Dorian Court, I believe. So 94 what comes on. Comes on, uh Nas drops Illmatic 94. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? The world is yours. So I'm drawn in because of the cover. Like I'm seeing, I seen the album. Like I, of course I heard the song, but then I see the album. Then this is around the time. Like I'm, I'm able to buy my own album. So shout out to mom. Shout out to my mom. Cause my mom never, like she, she never hid the music from me. Like if she understood that she had a smart son and he understood the fake stuff and the real stuff. And I was never attracted to like, uh, I don't know how to describe the music that I was like, like super ignorant. Like I like some ratchet in these days you're saying ratchet, but I've always listened to music that taught me like that actually made me think. So these are the artists that I'm like the, the people that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to forget a few, of course I am, but I'm going to give you like a timeline of my love affair again. Oh, and shout out to um, uh, Laura Finesse. Laura Finesse. Oh man, Laura Finesse was hard. He that, that nigga punchlines and shit, crazy. Uh, but I'm 
Illmatic. Quick story about Illmatic. So it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? Now I see this video and Nas got on the white visor. Ooh, the ill white visor. The ill white visor, right? Now this is around the time where shirts like this was, you know, big, you know I mean, screen graphic, graphic tees, but with the screen of pictures and faces and things. So I see that white visor. I'm like, damn, I need a white visor. Like, I'm like, that's fuck. That's that's hip hop. Like, I need a white visor. So this is around the time anybody who who from the area, you know, who from the tri-state or, you know, close, they know about Cowtown. Now, Cowtown is, it's like a swap meet to the West Coast, you know. So they got all, all these different goods, a lot of them fake, a lot of them fake. Uh, a lot of it real or bootleg, real bootleg or fake. Now, fake I say is designer shit. Bootleg is just oh nah, you you making a screen print? I'm gonna put my screen. I'm gonna get me a screen print. And do the same joint. Sell that. How say like how on Martin Hip Hop when they were selling the Whit, Winnie Houston, the Whit, Winnie Houston uh T-shirts like that. So I see the video. Nas got on the white visor. We we me and moms wound up going to I don't know how long after it was, but I just remember the story. Now me and moms is going to Cowtown, you know, and you know we when you a kid you excited to go to Cowtown because you just you know you gonna go spend at least thirty five dollars of your mom's money, like at least fifty, like you know because if you see an ill T shirt and it had to match my you got to talk her into it. And I was you know I was a I was a spoiled kid. I was a spoiled kid. Now, I couldn't get all of the ex- extra expensive things, but I could get affordable things. Mom always made sure that stay a little level here, kid, because when we get older, you don't know what you – you don't – like, I know you're an artist. You're not going to make that much money, son. Like, you're going to make money. You're going to be affording to live because you ain't no dummy. But for a lot of your life, you're going to struggle, kid. You're going to struggle. But you'll look good doing it, and it'll be affordable. So we in we at Cowtown. We walking up and down the aisles. Boom. I don't know if I seen the visor first or if I seen the Nas Illmatic T-shirt first. All I know is I got both of them that day. Let's just let's just say for 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 giggle shits and giggles. I seen the visor first. Now I never had a visor up until that point. Because all of the visors that was hot was Fila visors was hot then. I think they had an ill Nike visor. And them joints cost a couple dollars. Now, me, I like I'm still like that to this day. I'm not really big on like brands and and, and, and things of that nature. Like I'm not a label whore. So I didn't have no problem just getting a regular visor. So I see the white visor. Now think about something that you, when you grew up, like something you seen for the first time and you was like, oh, I remember. Like, so I see the white visor. Now it was like, it was like seeing the gift that you asked for on Christmas. Like, you know you know how it felt when you got that gift on Christmas. Like a lot of y'all had starter jackets. So dudes, if you had a starter jacket and chicks, it like your first pocketbook or something like that. I think that's good. I think that's a good description for both things. Uh, so I see the visor. I'm like, oh, my, my, my. I 
gotta get the Pfizer. The Pfizer is a white Pfizer. Yo, you have no clue. I've been seeing this Pfizer on Nas. It, it, whose world is this? The world is. She like, calm down. Like, calm down, dude. Calm down. How much is the Pfizer? I want to say the Pfizer was ten or twelve dollars at this time. I want to say it was ten or twelve dollars. So I'm like, mom's put it in the bag. She throws it in the bag. So she, you know, we we walking around, we walking out. Like this was a bonding time. Like this is like I remember this. Like this is times where you just you rolling with moms. Like so we walking through, we going up and down the aisle. You know, you seeing all types of stuff. Cowtown was like the one a wonderful place. And then I go to the booth outside. I know it was outside. See, yeah, we outside. I can I see it. We in the booth. We 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 walking outside. And I look to my right. The Nas Illmatic T-shirt. The Nas Illmatic. Oh, mom, mom! If you thought I was hyped for the visor, mom, do you see that? Like, this is the guy who made me want to get the white visor. Like, mom, whose world is this? The world is yours. The world. Like, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. She like, get that. I said, oh. She said, get. I said, oh, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose shirt is this? The shirt is mine. The shirt is mine. Mom throws it in the joint, man. Listen. So now I don't I don't need nothing else. Like, my my summer is complete. Like, I already know I'm going to wear this visor and this T-shirt out you hear me this this is going to be a cream visor by the end of this summer believe that jack so i guess that and the next day that i wear it man you could not tell me i was not from queensbridge <laughs> queensbridge queensbridge so we now that that spawns me into the boot camp click you know and so from Nas, now I'm getting introduced to all of this East Coast hip hop. I'm I'm not going to front. And I'll reference some some South music. I'll ref because during a time when people was like during the South's, South's run, my 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 rowdy music, like say 3-6 Mafia during that time, that my 3-6 Mafia, No Limit and things of that nature, that my and uh uh, ghetto boys and things like that. Mine was uh, MOP, the boot camp click. Now the boot camp click. Uh, who got the props? Who got the props? Gonna eh, David DM buckshot. Who got the props? Now let's see what year this is. This let me see what year this is. Cause now all of this stuff that I'm listening to, I'm listening to at the time. What time? What, what year did Black Moon release? Who got the props? Diamond D, Evil D, and Buckshot. Nineteen ninety-three into the stage. So this is you know this is a year before Illmatic. So, um, who got the props? Uh, how many MCs? Like, this is the like these people are shaping the way that I think. And if you know anything about Black Moon and the BDI Buckshot, knowledge reigns supreme shout out to Karis, but knowledge over everything like that's why i'm so woke to my 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 godness and my powers because of the music that i was listening to so that just and I, so then 
the 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 boot camp click the boot camp click introduced me to uh boot camp click introduces me to helter skelter uh who initially like now helter skelter as a click as as a group which is uh rock and ruck Ruck, a.k.a. known as Sean Price. Rest in peace to Sean. Sean P. Rest in peace to Sean Price. But I've always been a rucker, a, a rucker, a rucker, ruck, ruck fan. Sean Price, for those who don't have no clue who the heck Helter Skelter is. Um, so, and what, what did I love? Now, when they released um, La Fleur, La Fleur. The Skoshka. I'm in BKD. Now, shout out to uh, Audio Bud. Shout out to my man, Audio Bud. Uh, me and him was the only dudes who, who used to build over listening to uh, La Fla, La Fla, The Skoshka. Um, That's the Fab Five. Fab Five, got the props. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love hip-hop. I love. I can't tell you these years, but I can tell you what I was listening to. Now, hip hop is so so prevalent to me. Like again, I told you I'm going to be bouncing all over. I used to do homework. Like real hip hop kids and hip hop heads did homework with music on. I know I did. I couldn't do my homework without having some music on. Now, I'll reference a few albums that I was listening to during the times of me doing homework that I can just remember off top. I remember doing homework to Sadat X album. That's probably 1997, 1998. I'm going to check just, you know, I'm going to check. I told you I'm going to, I'm going to hop around, but I want to make sure I got these dates right because I want y'all to know, I want you to, to understand how much I like, Oh man, you guys! Uh, 1996. Oh, of course it came out in 1996, which is the great that intro seat that walks me right into 1996. Thank you, Th- thank you, timeline. Like the universe is in control of this actual podcast today. This is episode 126. This is my love letter to hip hop. It's an impromptu stream of consciousness. I didn't write anything down. So 1996, I'm doing homework to Sadat X's Wild Cowboys. Standout track, Wild Cowboys, Hang 'Em High. Now, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing homework to Sadat X. Anybody who knows Sadat X is a member of the Brand Nubian, who is one of my favorite hip hop groups ever. Grand Pooba. Hold up, let me touch on Grand Pooba real quick. Shout out to Grand Pooba. Grand Pooba is, he's single handedly responsible. For I won't say single handedly, he got some. He got a hand in what what you see when I present myself to the world. Grand Pooba is is a major major influence on that. Now, could you imagine seeing Grand Pooba on UMTV raps with with Mary J. Blige? Uh, what's the four one one? He's on there with some jean shorts. A Tommy Hill figure. I don't even have to look it up. A Tommy Hill figure jacket, windbreaker joint. He was the first one rocking the, the Tommy and like really 
having niggas like, yo, I got to get on that Tommy shit. He on there with the with the Tommy joint, Timberlands with the, like, nigga, Timberlands in shorts, Grand Pooba. The, the ultimate, the polo, polos and, and layering, layering clothes and just putting different pieces together, Grand Pooba. Salute. Salute the Grand Pooba. He, he's one of the architects of why I present myself the way I present myself when I come out to the public and when I get on that stage. I got to make sure that I'm looking fresh because if Grand Pooba's in the crowd and he see me, he be like, yo, salute, kid. Salute. So, Brand Nubian, let, let's, let me look up Brand Nubian's first album because, I, you know, nah, I was listening to this stuff. I was listening to this stuff. I like... These are the things that I was listening to. I'm not. I'm not forgetting 1996. Brand uh, doing homework to Sadat X's 1996, and that just introduces me to everything that came out of 1996. The greatest year in hip hop history. Ain't nobody trying to argue with y'all, but I will if you're trying to. Let's look up the year when Grand, uh, Brand Nubian was at least 90. They was around the same 94, 95 ish. Um, let's see. I was doing homework to also. I was doing homework to. This brand new Ubian album, Foundation in 1998. I was at Chester High. I'm doing homework to Foundation. This is the things that I'm listening to. You niggas, you niggas ain't, you niggas ain't, you niggas ain't built like me. 1990 is, that's how Earl, like, brand And brand Nubian, who's part of the Native, Native Tongues, uh, Tribe Called Quest, uh, the Jungle Brothers, Queen Latifah, uh, Chiali, uh, 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 the, the Black Sheep, etc., etc., etc. I am hip hop. Okay, 1996. I'm doing homework to Wild Cowboys. Now, 1996 is the greatest year in hip hop history. Off the top, I'll, I'll name some albums that came out in 1996. This is off the top of my head in hip hop. Alone, I'm just going on hip-hop. 1996. I'll start with uh, Bahamadia just because I was listening to Bahamadia in 1996, the collage album. I, I've been really trying to, baby. 1996, Bahamadia. 1996, Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. I was listening to that in 1996. I am in the 8th grade going into the ninth grade, and I'm listening to... Reasonable doubt, not because and I found reasonable doubt because I was listening to Jay Z on a feature on Original Flavors, which I heard from listening to the Come Up Show, Power Ninety Nine, Cosmic Kev, DJ Cosmic Kev. Anybody know Friday nights? If you ain't near the radio in the nineties, around eleven o'clock. 10 30 11 o'clock 11 o'clock is when he really started going crazy and then 12 o'clock it was like super crazy super crazy so i hear jay-z jay took it to a took it away past the why i so crazy ah now this is jay-z on original flavors i'm listening to this on the cosmic kev show which i taped every week every week because i am a hip-hop baby new york had funk flex they had red alert i know all of these people we had Cosmic Kev. Also, shout out to DJ Goody, because Goody was the man in Chester. Shout out to Koryak. I can go on and on. I am hip-hop. 1996. Another, oh, I'm listening to Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt. Understanding these metaphors, understanding these entendres. 
uh, later on learning even more about the entendre things. Just, but I just knew from him on that one feature with original flavors, I knew like this is the greatest rapper. Like, he's one of the greatest rappers ever. Like right now, he's the greatest just because he's the greatest right now. Um, sorry, I got sidetracked. So 1996, what else comes out in 1996? 1996, we get uh, Outkast's Equimini, I believe. I believe Equimini came out. Uh, 1996, which is one of my favorites, uh, Redman, Muddy Waters. Redman is one of, like, absolute favorite MCs to ever touch a microphone. So Muddy Waters is out in 1996. Oh, my goodness. 1996. What else? Let me, let me, I'm, I got you. Uh, I believe De La Souls. Shout out to De La Soul, another one of my greatest groups. Oh, my favorite hip hop group of all time is The Lost Boys. Can you guess when The Lost Boys' first album came out? Legal Drug Money. <laughs> you guessed it. 1996. All right. Uh, I'm going to go now that I, I ran off all of the stuff that I know off the top of my. Oh yeah, it was written. 1996. Nas's best album, hands down. Yes, it's better than Illmatic. I don't want to argue with y'all, but it was written is better than Illmatic. He outdid his his first classic album. He outdid his first classic album. So Nas's It Was Written came out in 1996. Hip hop albums released in the 1996. Now all of those are just things that I got off the top of my head. I believe there's a Scarface album that came out. In 1996, uh, hip hop album was 1996. 1996. Now that's not even including the the the, the R&B that was released in that year. You had the score, ATLs. I'm sorry, Outkast's ATLians came out in 1996. Uh, UGK's Riding Dirty. I wasn't listening to it. I can't front. All Eyes on Me, 1996. One of like if I think that's the best collection of music that um Tupac released All Eyes on Me I think that's his best album damn sure the best production that he's ever had on an album for sure for sure uh MOP's Firing Squad came out in 1996 I was listening to that now I'm gonna have to go back before uh I I because seeing the uh MOP joint in 1996 because at this same like years before I'm listening to Fat Joe's um uh, Fat Joe first album, which is Jose. Uh, uh, you got a flow, Joe. You got a flow, Joe. Yada 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 yada. Um, I don't want to get the name, the title wrong, so I'm going to look it up. I told you this is. I'm going to be all over the place. I'm sorry. Uh, hip hop. Happy birthday. Happy hat. Happy fiftieth birthday to hip hop. Uh, represent. No, jealous ones envy. 1995, which is another great year for hip hop. Now, again, now my my recollection and understanding of when I started my collection of music, like when I started collecting and collecting, like collecting, like my own stuff was, I'll say 93 ish, 94, but 94 for sure, up until present. Um, what was I talking about? I was talking about albums released in 1996, the greatest year ever for hip hop. It was written 1996. Oh, my bad. Tupac came out with uh, the Don Caluminati uh, a few a few months later after it was uh, all eyes on me. Mob Deep's Hell on Earth is 1996. One of the greatest hip hop groups ever. Stakes is high. De La Soul 1996. Oh, Illadelph Half Life. The Roots 
1996. Beats Rhyme and Life, Tribe Called Quest, 1996. Uh, I, I won't name the ones that's not worth mentioning. Little Kim's Hardcore, 1996. Up. Oh, my one of my favorite albums ever that also helped shape my my style, Ghostface Killers, Iron Man, 1996. He's also an architect to why I dress the way that I dress, along with Nas, of course. Nas's influence is is, is seething out of me. Who else do I? Uh, uh, Helter Skelter's Nocturnal. I, I talked about Helter Skelter's their first album, 1996. Let's see, Enigma, Keith Murray. That's just an honorable mention. It, another honorable mention, uh, the Ice Cream Man, which is one of the biggest. He has one of the, the Ice Cream Man is one of the biggest songs ever. Nineteen ninety six, uh, Ghetto Boys, the Resur- Legal Drug Money, like I said, the Collage, uh, Sadat X, Wild Cowboy. Um, uh, what else do we got? I I I got a few more. Let me just run down a few more. Up, oh, I I forgot all about this, but Foxy Brown's Il Nana, nineteen ninety six. I see why her and Kim got that beef. Uh, skills. I, now I'm going to talk about my love for female hip hop as well. Let me write that down so I don't forget. All of the female MCs. Female MCs. I know y'all like, he left-handed? No, I'm not. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> female MCs. MCs. There we go. I don't want to forget that. I'm sorry, guys. I'll f- I'll continue with 1996 and why it's the greatest year ever. Um, N.W. No, that's just the greatest hits album. Easy E, straight off the streets of a motherfucking Compton, 1996. Uh, that's it. You you get you get the gist of why. Now I still didn't get into the R&B that was released. That's for another podcast. That is for an absolute. It's that's another podcast. So I'm doing homework to like i said now i just said jealous ones uh uh um fat joe joint came out in 95 let me make sure because i don't want to you want to let niggas know out there on the i'm sorry that's i'm sorry sorry guys um jealous ones envy yeah 1995 so this is the stuff that's shaping who i am so Let's go, like, 98 is also a good year for hip-hop as well. Now, 1998, 97, 98, I'm getting introduced to, I'm I'm finding gems. Now, again, also, I found 50 Cent, the come-up show. I heard how to rob on the come-up show. One night, I'm I'm up taping, and I'm listening to the come-up show, and, and 50 Cent's How to Rob comes on, and I'm like, who in the world is this dude like not only was he coming at MCs and but it was fly like the way he was bouncing all on the beat Jesus Christ this nigga 50 cent like so that's coming through let me get some water I'm sorry guys like I t- this is impromptu man this is impromptu this is my love letter to hip hop I don't know dates, but I know what I was listening to. 1997, Camp Low. Lucini comes on. I'm watching videos. This is it. What? 
Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get lit. What? They found that sugar down. Can't quit. What? This is it. What? Introducing Phantom of the Dark. I was like, who is these 70s cats in the 90s talking this fly? Like, can't blow is like that's top five. One of, that's They are my top five for, for hip hop groups. Uh, Geechee Sway it can do no wrong to me. You hear me? Like, oh man, it's just I just uh, let me let me take a pause. I'm sorry. Let me let me gather myself. I'm getting excited. I'm getting a cramp in my in my stomach. I don't. Oh man, because when I think about Camp Low. When you think about Sonny Chiba, Sonny Chiba, <laughs> Sonny Chiba, like, like niggas got like charisma, like style, like, like again, hip hop has always been about not looking like somebody else. Like you have to stand apart from the next man, like at all times. That's hip hop. That's me. Like, I never want to be doing what somebody else is doing. Shout out to the Roots. Never do what they do, what they do, what they do. Never do. Let me make sure this is recording. I'm, you know, I, I get scared after a while. Yeah, we good. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. I just know that this this is so good that I don't want I don't like I don't want to just have to release this as an audio. I know we're only on one camera. I could have set up everything over here and just been pushing buttons myself, changing camera angles. But why? I I think that this is this is more engaging than anything. So 1997, I'm listening to Camp Low, and let me let me see what else came out in 1997 because you know. Uh, hip hop albums of 1997, because 1998. I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna get into my my infatuation and my love for Noriega and Capone and Noriega, which is like that's like 97. That's 97, 98 ish. Uh, hip hop albums 1997. Bear with me, guys. I know you haven't seen me in a while. Hip hop albums 1997, 97. Go. There we go. Wu Tang forever. 1997 common thank you i'm doing homework to commons one day it'll all make sense what now that album is i think that's his top it's in his top three albums because those joints that he did with kanye were just phenomenal but uh one day it'll all make sense now let me go get a couple songs off of this drink i'm doing homework to commons one day it'll all make sense i wasn't listening to no bullshit like all of the music that I was listening to was like phenomenal fucking music. Like, and then later on learning that, uh, no ID was the one producing all of that stuff. I remember, I'll tell you a quick story about, uh, one day it'll all make sense. Commons, uh, his third album, 1997. I had, I had bought the, the clean version by mistake from the wall. I probably still have that album. I have I have both of them. I have the clean version, and then when I realized that I had the clean version, 
not too long after that, I went and bought the act the, the cursing version because I needed I needed the, those cursings very much. So now, Commons One Day It'll All Make Sense. That if you guys might remember the album from um, his feature with uh, Lauren Hill, uh, Respectful Life, I believe is the song. But that album, oh my god! Do yourself a favor and go listen to. One day it'll all make sense from the beginning, from the beginning. Like, and it has like it, the cool cover of him sitting with his moms and he got two, he got the hat on and it, but he, and they got a bucket hat under like a, a straw hat. Like I'm doing homework to these albums. I'm, I'm going to other albums released in 1997. All right. I'm sorry, guys. This is, this is just too good. This is just too good. This is good. No. What are you doing? Hip-hop album, 1997. Sorry, guys. Um, Bear with me. Here we go. Albums released in 1997. I told you the World Report, 1997, 1998-ish is when I, like, the World Report is one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all times, if you don't believe me. Uh, 1997, one day it'll all make sense. The War Report, these are things that I'm listening to. The War Report, uh, Capone and Noriega. Uh, Capone Bone is one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever. Just, just, just listen to it. I'm in high school and I'm listening to this. I'm a sophomore in high school at this time, I believe. Yeah, unless it came out in that, in that summertime. Uh, Life after death, the double album, the greatest hip hop album of all time. It's like no skips. Like Biggie Smalls, Notorious Big, Life after death. Uh, I'll tell you from the seventh song on the. My favorites start from like seven, like. It's it's no skips period, but the set the disc disc two from seven to the end of the album, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna go through the run of those songs. As a matter of fact, right now, right now I'll do that. Right now, I, right now I'm gonna do that. Right now I'm gonna tell you my my favorite like the run of songs that Big went on on that album. The double disc, Life After Death, second CD. It's no skips on the whole entire album. But from um, 18, even, it's like the whole album, but I start from 21, like really 20, 20 to 24. Now on the other app, now on the, on the what's the name, it'll be 13 and 14. Yeah, it'll be 11, 10, 11, 12, 13. So starting from 20, let's start from 20. Sky's the limit. The world is filled. My downfall. Oh, my God. Long kiss goodnight. And you're nobody. And that's the end of the album. That's why Biggie, when Biggie was alive, nobody was better than Big. Nobody. Like, everybody was fighting for number two. Like, everybody. Yes, we had Nas. Yes, we had Big. We had Tupac. We had Jay-Z on the rise, which is volume two, another 1997 album, which is a very slept on album. It was very happy. It wasn't as happy as people portrayed to be because he was rapping his ass off. Um, Back to the albums released in 1997. I just mentioned in my lifetime, volume one, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, OC, Jules, classic album, classic album. Busta Rhymes, When Disaster Tries, also... Buster Rhymes' first album came out in 1996 as well. Um, the the title, the title, uh, I can't remember the title of it right now. Camblo, Uptown Saturday Night, 1997. Already spoke about it. Super Duper Fly, Missy Elliott, 1997. Uh, Karis One had a had a big hit on I Got Next. 
EPMD back in business when they find, when they got back together. Some joints off of that. The Beat Nuts, uh, Stone Crazy album. You had Scarface, The Untouchable, Masterpiece, Ghetto D. Now that's when I started listening to. I can be honest, like I was listening to two. I mean, uh, No Limit. Shout out to uh, Bebop. Uh, Bebop was big no limit guy because he was a fairground guy fairgrounds is fairground niggas dudes is the first people that i heard listening to no limit music was dudes from the fairground so shout out to the fairground niggas um i didn't start fucking with ghetto dope uh until i didn't start fucking with master p and m until ghetto dope whereas when i started paying attention attention like i knew the stuff because bebop was playing we was we would play basketball to these albums like when me and my friends, like me and my friends, this is when we was outside. So we kids, we still playing basketball. We got music in the background. Like, that's how much hip hop is around me. Like, we we playing basketball to to these albums. Like, 1997 is when Life After Death came out. Quick story: Life After Death album came out. Now, uh, shout out to Lukey, who who works the boards here. Is one of my best friends, and another one of my best friends is JB. They went halves on. Life After Death, the cassette tape. Yo, you hold one joint, I hold the other one. They live next door to each other, so they had just switch back and forth when they needed to. So we playing basketball to Life After Death. Like, I love hip-hop, man. Like, this is like, I can vividly see, and now this is, we playing basketball at my crib because all of us had our own pullouts. So we we playing Life After Death and because we can, we can dunk on my court. We couldn't dunk on Bebop court. He ain't let us dunk on, that's why his joint lasted longer than everybody else's. You know what I'm saying? So those are the albums of 1997. Now, 1998 is when Capone gets locked up. Now, Nori got to be on his own. Now, 1998, we pay attention to 1998 a lot. And we we, we associate 1998 with, with DMX. Of course, he, he releases two albums. It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And uh, let's, let's get the other one. I told you, I'm titles and things of that nature but i know when these things released uh dmx it's dark and hell is hot and my favorite uh on that joint i'll tell you why it's dark as hell is and hell is hot is 1998 come on come on come on come on come on it's dark as hell is hot is 1998 and his other album that released in 1998 i should know this but i don't because flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood now, we associate 1997 for, now, deservingly so. It's Dark and Hell is Hot and Flesh of My Flesh release. Now, Flesh of My Flesh is my favorite DMX album because it helped me get through my freshman year of college. Shout out to all of the kids going back to college, going back to school and starting school as well. Um, Flesh of My Flesh and Blood of My Blood, this album helped me get through my freshman year because I was going through, I was going, like, now you know, you don't know, but you know, I'm, I was going like I was a little bit depressed. I was homesick. I should I should say I had never been away from home that long and not been around a family member ever like ever until I went to college. So that album helped me get through. So 1998 is is like deservingly so it should be talked about DMX and also Jay Z Volume Two is when he when he like it's the heart not life. Once he that was the one that catapulted Jay Z into jay-z mode but 1998 to me was a slew of noriega features the end of 97 and this 98 but 1998 nori was featuring on on shit 
like one of my favorite songs is um um with him and Nas because he was running around in Queensbridge. Queens. Um Oh man, not body in the trunk. Shut up, Jay. Before that, one of my favorite joints. What is it? Um Oh man. I'm having a brain fart. Um Oh, uh, uh, I know exactly where I can go at because I can. Sorry, guys, bear with me because I'm. I love hip hop. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you a timeline. And also, these things that I'm. These songs that I'm shouting out in albums. You need to go and look at these things and listen to them. Uh, Nas and Nori. Um, uh, calm down. Calm down. Nori on calm down. Music makes these thugs come down. Music makes these thugs come down. Music. Uh, they love to hear drama because drama's all we know. Oh, my God. So so Nori's on this run. Then he hops on. He, he pops up on the uh, the streets. is watching soundtrack. Uh... He's releasing his first album in 1998. And so Nori is like, he's one of my favorite rappers, MCs of all times. Uh, I want to I wanna shout out a, a few other a few other albums and things of that nature. Um, since I'm staying in Queensbridge, because staying in Queens, um, shout out to um Royal Flush. Royal Flush's first album. I think that was like 1998. And he got a feature with uh let me make sure it's either 98 or 99 uh Royal Flush's first album uh Royal Flush I always associate Royal Flush with with Cuban Lynx and Raekwon shout out to Raekwon because Raekwon has the greatest Wu-Tang album solo album it's it's arguable between uh only built for Cuban Lynx and and um and Iron Man by Ghostface those are arguably the two greatest hip hop albums released off of Wu Tang and both that's basically they're basically co co headliners on that. Um what was I looking for? Royal Flush. Nineteen ninety seven, Ghetto Millionaire. Ghetto Millionaire album. That's one of my favorite albums. This is nineteen ninety seven. I'm listening to these things. Like these are the like these are the albums that I'm listening to. Like so like when I when I when I when I when I talk about how much I love hip hop, this is this is me this is me telling you. Now, other other people that I was listening to growing up. Shout out to the crew. Crew was a crew. Um, who else? Um, the, uh, the Bush Babies. The Bush Babies. The Bush Babies is who introduced me to Most Deaf. That's how I got to come into knowing Most Deaf, who goes on to be to to join um, Rockers Records, and has a group with uh, Talib Kweli. But I was introduced. To most deaf through the Bush Babies. I want to give you the exact song. When I seen the video on Yo MTV Raps, I was like, oh my God, this guy is he he is he's he's great. Like, I want to give it to you. The Bush Babies, 1994. Their album was uh ambushed. Uh the song was Remember Way. Remember Way Remember Way. Remember Remember Way. I'm listening to, like I'm I'm introduced to most deaf. Like this like so you're intro like hip hop is so extensive. Like you like you just you just like 
once you find something that you like, things that are associated with that is going to find you. I, I like I went to record stores and and go and and went went shopping and picked up CDs and looking at it like oh I like this cover I'm gonna try this out like I did that with the uh, the uh what's the name the Suave House uh compilation album I wasn't that big on Suave House but that compilation album the cover was so ill I was like oh this shit is crazy that's when I Tila uh which which also introduced like I started getting into uh, Eight Ball and MJG um. What was I talking about? I'm talking about like people and like how hip hop just raised me. And oh, I'm so excited to do this episode, man. Happy birthday to hip hop. I'm not done yet. I am not done because I'm still I'm letting these streams of consciousness come to me because I don't want to forget anybody. Really? I, I mentioned Brand Nubian. I, I, I mentioned De La Soul. Um, uh, who else that? that don't get a lot of credit. AZ. AZ is one of the most slept on MCs ever. Another Brooklyn night. Now between, now hip hop, now I'll argue with anybody because it's arguable. The only arguable thing of, of Burroughs and who has the best MCs and who, 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 who produced the best MCs in hip hop is arguably between Queens and Brooklyn. Like some days I'm feeling like Queens got it. Other days I'm like, nah, Brooklyn got it. Cause Brooklyn, you got you 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 got you 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 gotta you gotta deal with AZ. <laughs> like, like yo, you gotta deal with you gotta deal with MOP. Shout out to Billy Dan's and, and, and Fame. You gotta deal with those guys. You gotta deal with Biggie. Uh, you 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 gotta deal with Sean Price. Like, you gotta deal with these guys, like. <laughs> But Queens, I can run them off. Like you, you, you gotta deal with Nor. You, you gotta deal with Cormega. You gotta deal with Nas. Like, you gotta deal with Prodigy, who, who arguably has like it ain't even arguable. His opening lines are like, like they own you. Like, I, I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills. Like, who the fuck? I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills. Peel on Ducatis and other four wheels. Write a book full of scriptures that generate meals. Like, come on, man. Like, you got to deal. Like, psh, Brooklyn. Like, you got to deal with. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if uh, Buster is, is 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 he pulling his Brooklyn card or is he pulling his Long Island card? Which one is he doing? We don't know which one he's doing. I don't know. And before I forget, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang is, I say, this is my all of my opinion, but I'm a hip hop here. I, I really like talking about music and hip hop. Who knows? Who knows what this episode will bring? Um, Method Man is the star. Like he's like he's the best. But Ghostface is like he's he's the one. Ghost is the one. Like it's like it's like you know that's just me. Like Method Man is like he's like the superstar. It's like he 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 encompasses everything. It's like Jada Kiss. This is my opinion. It's like Jada Kiss. It's like Styles compared to Jada Kiss. It's like Styles is like equally equally as great. Like equally as great, but he don't have the ha. Like that's how I look at that's how I look at Method Man and Ghostface, and that just in that camp alone. That's a that's a different that's something else. That's just 
That's just off the top. Um, I want to I want to keep on talking about people. I want to talk about like I can't front on Vanilla Ice. I have Vanilla Ice cassette tape. I remember a Christmas where I got that. I got a Walkman, and the album that I got was that, and I think it was a a new edition album. I think it was it was something. And it and one of them was a single, but I had that Vanilla Ice album. I like I didn't know no better. Moms ain't really she like he had the biggest song. Like he was the biggest shit. Like I can't front on Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby, and he had another hit on there. Don't get that fucked up. Like Vanilla Ice has some shit. Now I ain't going back to it, but you know, it's either here nor there. Um, who else? Who else? Who else influences me? Who who else was a part of my influence? Just. Just listening to hip hop. I mentioned Rakim. Um, I mentioned Heavy D. Because uh, I don't want to forget anybody. I just mentioned AZ. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Shout out to Big L. Shout out to Big L. Cameron, 1998. Cameron, Confessions of Fire. 19, how could I forget? 1998, Confessions of Fire. I'll tell you a quick story. I can remember going to, going. I'm working at, I'm working a summer job, one of them step joints or something. I'm working at the Y over town. Confessions of Fire come out. I I left. I, I snuck out of work. I went and got that album soon as Berman's opened up. Shout out to Berman's. Shout out to shout out to Monty. Shout out to Monty. Monty could tell you how much money I spent inside of Berman's as a kid. I'm a hip hop kid. And Berman's was the only record store other than down the far west side. And I and I didn't venture far down the west side. Like that's like they called that the West End. Uh, that had a record store, but when Berman's didn't have some, I went up to I went up to the far to the to the to the west side and went to that. I can't remember that record store name, but part part of my brain for it. But Confessions of Fire came. I remember going to get that album and, and us listening to listening to that album at work in the basement. We didn't do no more work the rest of that day. That's hip hop. That's hip hop. What? That's hip hop, man. That's hip hop. Who else? Who 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 else? Who else off the top of my head is just like, I don't want to forget anybody, man. I I know I am. It's it's easy for me to to forget people, but I don't want to. Mention Camp Low. Who else was I? Who else was I listening? Kwame, like Kwame, a uh, poor righteous teacher. Like I'm like I'm enjoying this music. Uh, what else? What what else is on? Like anytime I mention original flavors, you should know. Like, nigga. Um OC, I mentioned OC. Um shout out to Razcast. I like I, I, I did the, I did I did a little I dabbled in a little bit of that. Um my my ice cube, uh of course NWA, but Gorillas in the Mist. That's when like I remember listening like hearing that when, when he was when he was on the Gorillas in the Mist shit. Like that cube. That cube was uh, Mm-mm-mm. Um, what else? What else? What else am I listening to? What else am I listening to? I don't want to leave anything out. Oh, I'm I'm listening to to the Come Up Show, and, and I'm I'm getting um. To the break of dawn, all night long. I'm I'm listening to that. I'm I'm getting uh Schoolie D's. Uh, um. I'm I'm getting that. Oh my goodness! Like, hip hop, hip hop, man, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop is why I freestyle in the beginning of all of my shows. 
If you haven't been to a reality check comedy show, this is, a, I don't know how I got here, but here I am. Like I freestyle before every podcast, of course. Of course, this show I did a, po- a freestyle. So I did that. Um, uh, Before a reality check comedy show with the band, I do a freestyles for dummy. I rap because of hip hop. Like that's my first love. Music is my first love. I love, I love stand-up comedy. I love, I love radio. I love, I love radio because I love music. Because music is what raised me, specifically hip hop. Um, if I forgot anything on this episode, please blame it on the 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 brain, not the heart. This is my love letter to hip hop. It's a stream of consciousness. Now I I didn't plan for anything. I didn't write anything down. Oh, the women in hip hop, the women in hip hop that I loved, uh, Queen Latifah, because I we always forget to to mention the women. And of course they have the, the beautiful documentary on Netflix right now. Queens, I believe it's called, but blame it on my mind, not my heart, but go check that out. Uh, the, 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 the MC, the, the female MCs that I loved as a, as a kid, Queen Latifah, Latifah's had it up to here. What? That's my, Oh my God. Um, Moni love, of course, uh, little Kim, uh, Bahamadia. I mentioned her already. Um, who else do I, uh, MC light, uh, who else do I want to mention? Foxy Brown, uh, got to mention Lauren Hill, of course. Um, uh, what's my home girl name? Oh, oh man. I don't want to, I'm not going to turn this off until, uh, shout out to Miss Jade. Uh, Jade, is it Jade? No. Oh man. What's her name? Not Joe, not Jane, Jane, Jane. Oh, forget it. Um, I, it'll come to me. Um, who else? What other female MCs do I want to shout out? Shout out to Rage, Lady of Rage. Shout out to the Brat because the Brat's album, her first album, was was a was a hit banger. Shout out to J- Jermaine Dupri. I mentioned Outkast, uh, uh, Ti. Um, who else do I want to mention? I want to make sure I shout all of these people out because these 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 are people that that I love. And I, oh, let me shout out Currency because Currency has entered into like. My top 20 rappers of all time is one of my favorite MCs. Um, I mentioned Red Man. I, I mentioned did I did I, I can't mention Red Man without mentioning um uh K Solo. I can't I can't I can't mention K Solo without mentioning uh uh Craig G. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't mention Craig G without mentioning um I already mentioned MOP. Uh who else? Like like, oh, man, I love hip-hop, man. I love, love, love hip-hop. I love hip-hop, y'all. I don't want to leave anybody out. I know I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to. Gene Gray. Gene Gray as well. Shout out to Gene Gray. Very slept on uh, female MC that nobody ever really mentions for some odd reason. Uh, I mentioned Snoop Dogg. Uh, corrupt. Uh, you got to mention the dog pound. You have to. Oh, who, who else? We got to mention Naughty by Nature. You got to mention, you like, like the amount of hits that Tretch and, and Vin have, have, have released. You got to mention Naughty by Nature, who is part of the, the flavor unit. And I was thinking the other day that it just hit me. When I see Queen Latifah, when I, when I see Queen Latifah, I think of LL Cool J. When I look at LL Cool J, I think of Queen Latifah because I think that they are one and the same. The, the, the things that they have done with hip hop is, is, is to be commended. Like, 
you can't talk about hip hop without mentioning LL. Why am I just mentioning LL? Ladies love Cool James. Like walking with a panther, like the 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 velour sweatsuit, the track, the the, the velour tracksuit. That's LL. Huh? Huh? Like when you see like seeing LL, a kid, another kid. Like I was like, yo, I can be one of them people. I'm like, I want to do that. Like hip hop, that's what raised me, guys. That's what helped raise me because I would never take anything away from my mom and my dad. I'm so hip hop. Hip hop helped me to 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 accept that my father, who who I've known all of my life, who's been my my dad, who's been my dad, he's my dad. Uh, when I found out he wasn't my father, my my biological father. Hip hop is what helped me understand what 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 that was because I'm listening to. Other MCs talking about their dads wasn't wasn't present, and what what a stepdad had to do to come in for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, uh, what's what's homegirl name? What daddy don't know won't hurt. It's daddy's little girl. Like one of those songs, like shit like that. That that's hip hop. That's hip hop. Um, like hip hop helped me like understand things, man. I think that's all I got for for my hip-hop tangent uh this has been a special 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 episode of the jay sutton show um so we'll start how we we'll start how we this has been a special episode of the jay sutton show i want to i want to say hip-hop i love you I want to say thank you. You 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 raised me. You showed me what the world was. You you taught me. You gave me black history. Shout out to the X Clan. Uh shout out shout out to Stetsasonic. Um like hip hop. Hip hop man. I, I probably forgot so much stuff. I probably forgot so many people to mention, but blame it on my brain, not my heart. I said hip-hop. I really, really love you. Don't get me started. Um, This has been a special episode of the Jay Sutton Show. Episode 126, I believe. My love letter to hip-hop. Happy 50th birthday. Thank you. Thank you, thank you.